W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio, part of Podcast NH, presented by the Scavengers Network. The show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. It's Fishstick, Lulu, The Professor, and Mulch, live from the back of a hot dog truck. The I Don't Know Morning Show. Good, Good Monday. Monday morning. And welcome to your low-grade, unpaid, risque pit stand of a Monday morning radio show. And we're not going. And we're going everywhere. And we're hitting some spots. Driving down the road. I am Fish Stick, and I'll be the guy that points at things and says, would you look at that? I'm the professor, and I'll be the guy that goes, whoa! I'm Lulu, and I'm going to be the one who's saying, hey, can we stop and look at that? I'm Mulch, and I'll be that. Oh, snap. Turning the tables. All right. We got a great show for you coming up on Fish Sticks. And I'm Dr. Swinkle, and I'll be driving. And not talking anymore. Eyes on the road, buddy. Let's go. On Fish Sticks Topic Topics, we are going to be talking about the perfect date. On the Professor's- What? Juicy. I thought Mulch said that. It just (laughs) threw me off. On the Professor's Life De-Stressor, we're going to be talking about a mysterious eggs. Um, Next. Uh, I'm not sure what words you just said, but on Lulu's Hullabaloo, I am going to be talking about some medieval warfare in the present. Sounds like LARPing. It is about LARPing. You'll see. Mulch, we're going to be talking about something. All of this and more coming up after a quick word from our sponsors, which we are ever thankful that we still have. Hey, kids, want to stay home from school, but your mom always knows when you're faking sick here's the help you need vial vials curate your personalized infection to give you the symptoms you can live with and stay home with the cold of your dreams kid tested mothers behooved vial vials creates the perfect sickness for your staycation vial vials faking for real where intelligent discussions go to die. Email your topics to fishstick at idonowradio.com and they'll end up right here on Fishstick's Top Pick Topics. Wow! Fishstick's Top Pick Topics brought to you by Dirt Roads. Why, dude? You poor? <laughs> <laughs> I like Dirt Roads. Sometimes I just want to, you know, put on my hat and my Wranglers and get my horse and head down the old town road and uh, chilling on a dirt road. Uh, lean all in my bladder. <laughs> I don't, what does he say there? Lean all in my bladder. What does that mean? Lean is cough syrup and uh, alcohol. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he's- It's, a, it's really intelligent lyrics. So he's riding lyrics? his horse under the influence. You're saying that sarcastically, but I'm going to cite to you my favorite passage from that poetic piece. Uh, my life is a movie. Bull riding and boobies. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Oh, touching. All right. My favorite so part is when Billy Ray Cyrus says Maserati sports car. Because mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It's a luxury vehicle. It's a midlife crisis mobile Dude, is what it is. Dude, cut your hair. I've never met anyone who has a Maserati that is below the age of 50 and above the age of 65. Is you have this, a very small gap. Okay, so I feel like the career of Billy Ray Cyrus was country star, Hannah Montana's dad, that one fucking weird song where he was doing shit in the video and talking about Miley very Correct. inappropriately. Miley's still twerking, go and on. And then this. Yeah, so was so, there like a dead space of six no, years? So Billy Ray Cyrus wrote two country songs in the 90s that were incredibly popular. Nothing. And then somehow got a fucking TV show on <laughs> Disney channel. Yep. Then his daughter was like, I'm going to go nuts 
and then she was, and then people were like, Billy Ray Cyrus, what do you think about this? And he's like, I don't know, sorry. And then she became sane again, married to Hemsworth, crazy. And then he did two songs, kind of as a joke, but he took them seriously. Yeah, but like, no, wasn't there that whole thing where she was twerking in one of his music videos or something, and everyone was like, that's gross She wasn't twerking. He said, if if Miley's still twerking, daddy's song is working. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Billy Ray Every Day, where we break down the life and times of Billy Ray Cyrus every episode. He wrote that, what was it, Achy Breaky Heart? Yeah. If you break Don't my break heart. my heart, my, my achy breaky heart. heart. Yeah. Because it might just break this man apart. Good. Oh. Cool. Hey, so Figrin Dan sent yeah, this in. Figrin Dan? Fig- oh, my Christ. <laughs> Figrin Dan says, if you could create the perfect date for someone you strongly dislike, how would you go about sabotaging it? I'm losing my voice a little bit. Oh, dude, I'd set Billy Ray up with Miley. <laughs> oh, what? I'm just kidding. Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> Roll Tide. Sorry. Where my wife's my cousin, too. How'd I do? That was, really, that was really good. good. <laughs> okay, can you reread that? Figrin Dan asks, if you could create the perfect date for someone you strongly dislike, how would you go about sabotaging it? I'm going to paint you a picture because I've got a great idea. Okay. I don't have a person I dislike that can come to mind that I feel comfortable calling out on this podcast. But let's say Tina and David. Tina and David, I know them. They know me. Yeah. They haven't met. This is like their hookup thing. I've talked them up to each other. I fucking hate both of them. Go on. I set them up at the country club, right? Romantic evening. The country club's having a different event, or so they think. It's actually something that I've orchestrated where I've gotten a bunch of people to be in on it. And everything's going to go very smoothly right up until the end of the dinner. When they're walking outside, their car is gone. I ran out of uh, ideas, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm here to save you. Um, No, let's create one together. Mine also involves painting a picture. Laxatives. No, too easy. Too easy. Too easy. Classic. Let's let's create this scene together. (laughs) It was a a joke about painting. It's been done. I was making a joke about painting a picture. That's gross. Oh, like with your butt. (laughs) With their butts. Okay. So let's do this together. Okay. No. It's happening at a country club. Okay. And we've we've created a fake event for them to attend. Let's fill in some more blanks. Let's it's a it's a paint night. It's a oh it's a wine and paint it's night. It's a wine and paint That's night. Okay. So I put arsenic <laughs> in their wine and then they Die. That would be the end. So that's, that's a pretty bad date. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty direct. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like not a lot of space to play in. Oh yeah, oh, you're right. Oh, oh wait, wait. Okay, halfway through the wine and paint night, they wrap up the painting portion, and then it turns into a timeshare thing. Oh, <laughs> no, oh wait, that's really good. That's really good. Timeshare. That's really good. No, better, better, better. It turns into a presentation by somebody they went to high school with yeah. selling energy drinks online. Oh, shit. It's an MLM It's thing. a Ponzi scheme. It's an MLM. And he's into it. He's like, babe, we just give me $200,000 and we're in. Oh, like we're shit. level five. And then, and then we just got to get four of our friends to do it and yep. we're covered. Yeah. I love this. Uh, the waiters will switch the red paint and the wine. Oh. So they just drink red paint? <laughs> Yikes. Lead-based. I, I like that, but hold on. What if they slowly do that? Where, like, every <laughs> each glass, glass of wine has little... one more drop of red paint in yeah. it than the last. So by the end, you're drinking just paint. You'd, you'd just have to be careful. Sick. You'd have to be careful because let's say you just did a bunch of little things to make their night annoying. Like, let's say his favorite dish is the lobster roll and her favorite dish is chicken 
Cordon Alfredo. Bleu. Cordon Bleu. Sure. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Thanks for helping. Anyways. You use the wrong cheese in the chicken cordon bleu. And like just little things like, oh, it's not an organic free range chicken or oh, the lobster definitely knew it was dying. Like, so, just, and like little things and like just little things like, oh, he this had a, lobster he had a yeah. Sad. yeah, the lobster definitely knew what was happening. This lobster like, comes out with like a saddest fucking yeah. face. Just so you're aware, the lobster had children. We made them watch like just sad stuff. And then, but if you just did all these little things that try to make their night bad, that might turn into a really romantic story one day. Like, yeah, he had a sad lobster, and my chicken cordon blue had... Gave me the shit. Fucking... Yeah, until Dick Devley comes up and gives his timeshare presentation and asks you yeah. to start selling Jumpster. I just... This, it's such a weird and loaded question. Yo, can I take this a whole nother di- direction? Dude! Right. Is this a new scene? No, it's just kind of like going off on where we already are, because we know both of these people suck. So what if we make sure that they end up together? Yeah. Because they deserve each other's shitty company. Ooh. Oh, wait. I've just had a good idea. It oh, could go it. along with that or not. I don't know. So these paint we'll nights, don't you usually paint the same thing as the person who's teaching the painting, right? Yeah. 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 So what if they <laughs> direct <laughs> everyone to paint basically like one of them in bed with someone else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, I, was, like I was thinking something similar, yeah. Like that Kanye West album that got him in a lot of trouble. When he had sex with all the celebrities. Well, he had a picture of them on the bed naked. Yeah. Yeah. The lookalikes. So you you have to paint an intimate scene with your significant other or your partner at the date night, paint night, wine night, paint night. No, so how about like they have to they're they're painting each other, right? Like that's the thing is like you're going to paint her painting and she's going to paint you painting. And it's a surprise when they see each other's paintings and we swap his out for just this brutal murder scene <laughs> of him just murdering her, just bludgeoning. And then she's like, and we swap hers out for a, for a picture of money. Yes. And then it's like, uh, oh, you see $1. me as, you see me as murder and you see me as money. And then they'd have to drive home. Like, I really liked your painting. We want to talk about this. Are we going to tell <laughs> her how you fucking murdered me in your fucking <laughs> painting? It's not fucking respectful. I really, I have really, a bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really, really like the timeshare presentation. That still has to happen. Yeah, fuck me, right? Paint your dream home. Now, <laughs> yeah, now paint you in it. Yeah. Now paint you in it for six months out of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Now paint the for the low price. The low of, price. Of, yeah, exactly. I don't even know how timeshares work. I can't you, even make a joke. You about can't it. take your painting home unless you sign up. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man. Okay, so it's at it's the event isn't even fabricated. We just need to start this because you know it would actually happen. So that would be the perfect date we could set up that we could sabotage. That's fish sticks. Top pick topics. Next segment. Professor's life de-stressor coming up after this quick moment in which we get paid. It's so hard to get scared at these haunted hayrides. There's no real danger, and you're expecting people to jump out. I just can't suspend my disbelief. Hello. I'm Silent Partner, owner of Silent's Haunted House. Oh, I've heard the complaints, and I take them very seriously. That's why this year, one in every 100 customers will be literally murdered. You'll sign a waiver, you'll go in the house, and there's a 1% chance you die. End of story, that's the pitch. Write your will and buy a ticket. Silence Haunted House. You got 99 problems? Let this bro solve one. 
Call 304-566-WIDK. Leave a voicemail about your situation, and the professor will make it all better. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's professor life de-stressor is brought to you by Toadstools. You name it, we've got it. Food, death, fairies, but it's a surprise. Are they poisonous? Some of them. Oh. That's the death one. Are they called, <laughs> are they called toadstools because frogs sit on them? Yes. Uh, yep. No. Well, no, toads. Toads. <laughs> I, knew, I fucking knew exactly. As soon as you started talking, I was like, no, I'm going to say it first. <laughs> Stupid No, frogs. idiots, because toads sit on them. <laughs> All right. Respect me. <laughs> All right, cool. What's your thing? All right, we got a voicemail about mysterious eggs. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Richard Kraft. Uh, it's Wretched, W-R-E, and then Kraft. Um, I walked outside uh, one day last week. It was either a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, or even a Saturday <laughs> or a Sunday. This was last <laughs> week again, and again, I am Wretched. Uh, I walked outside, and I saw an egg sitting outside of our front door. Uh, I walked over it as to not intimidate it or disturb it. And when I came back home, the egg was gone. A few days later, I walked outside, and there was yet another egg, larger, but this time it was fully cooked. Uh, it looked like it had been poached. And then this morning, I walk outside, and there was a Denver omelet uh, sitting outside of our front door. No plate, nothing, just, I mean, a pretty well-cooked Denver omelet. Your, your, your typical sort of flopped over style in half, not necessarily like the cool, swirly uh, style. Uh, and that is the real nomenclature. Um, what's going on? Do I have an egg terrorist in the neighborhood? Is there an omelet guy? Uh, is someone trying to intimidate me the, uh, because by putting omelets at my house? Um, give me a call back. I haven't left the house since I saw the Denver omelet. Thanks. Well, shit. Wow, Richard. No, that's excellent. Uh, <laughs> podcast is over. I'm jumping out of the truck. We're leaving. I actually have a really good thing to say, but I want you to say whatever the fuck you're going to say first. Well, I don't know, because an idea just dawned on me, because it almost sounded like he was talking about a Fabergé egg. Oh. I wonder if he has cats. Ooh. It could be a ploy from the cause to convert their cats. Do you know, do you know what I think? What do you think? It, this guy sounds married. He does sound <laughs> married. He does have that I, married ring to his voice. I think his wife, I don't think they have kids. I think Hold his on. wife, go on. Uh, he's got that ring to his voice? Come on. That was like... Ring to his because yeah, of the wedding, the wedding ring. ring. Dude, no, fish yeah, stick, wait. you're really clever. Respect me. <laughs> Respecting respect me. Um... I think his wife is waking up early and leaving out different variations of eggs to show to him that her eggs are almost done. They need to get on it. Hey, do you want a scrambled egg as a kid? No. Richard, Impregnate me. Richard. That's not where I thought you were going at all. Yeah, dude. Fucking- I thought it was like, she just doesn't know how to communicate. That's breakfast. <laughs> just sleepwalking eggs. Right. Richard, I think your wife wants kids. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Why the Denver omelet? I don't know. What is that? It's probably mean? the easiest one to make. What's in a Denver omelet? Om- Let's see. <laughs> what's in a Denver omelet? What's in a Denver onomatopoeia? What okay. is an onomatopoeia? A Denver omelet contains ham, green bell peppers, onions, and cheese. So is she cheating? 
What? What? Why the fuck? <laughs> no, that's just what they had. That's a lot of different things, though. No, that's just a very, that's just like normal household eating items. Food. Oh, Food. yeah. Food. <laughs> that's normal eating items. <laughs> Guess what, dude? Calling food eating items now. Started it here. All right, yeah, normal household. Hashtag eating items. Honey, what would you like for dinner? Well, we have a lot of household eating items. <laughs> we don't have No, to. we don't. We have butter. <laughs> we don't. You can't make a meal out of butter, fucking lemonade, and old ham. Denver omelet. Uh, so you think, <laughs> I think I think this would be easier to diagnose if um, we had like some geographical layout of where their house is located. Also, you're assuming that Richard is married to a woman. That's okay, fair. He could be married to a man, and they could have fucked up trying to find an egg donor to have a child. And they they were like, they, maybe their friend overheard them talking about getting an egg donor to have a child together. And their friend, dude, that's just really an idiot. that's really existential of you to say. Oh. And their friend is donating eggs to them. Didn't see so that they, one coming you from could me. say that their friend is probably shelling out a lot. Uh, I'm fried. <laughs> <laughs> that's dude, all. Yolks. Yolks. That's a joke. Right. I mean, it's, it's only because we're up at the crack of dawn all the time. Uh, <laughs> I literally don't have any. Egg fucking buns to say. We're really laying it all out. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Suck my cock. How's that? That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> no, that's bad because they don't lay eggs. Uh, I don't, if I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> so either Richard has his husband and him were talking about having an egg donor, they have a friend who's stupid and is donating eggs, or Richard's wife wants to get pregnant and this is her way of showing him. Or it's a big pussy. What happens if he's not married at all? This is all due to a ring in his voice. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, that's a good point. I can tell by the ring in his voice that he's, he's married. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think if he's married. For the married, sake of time, he's married. <laughs> if, what if, he's, he, if he's married, we're on the right track. If he's single, I think my original idea holds some merit. Yeah, I don't even remember what it is, but I think you're Retcher, right. Retcher, do you have cats? What if, hold oh, on. Right. <laughs> I, I literally don't what remember. If, what if we try and give some advice to the egg lever? Oh, good call. What say, What could the egg lever do to make it clear? Or layer? What? Write a message, because obviously um, Wretched needs words to understand what the, <laughs> the message is. Yeah, he doesn't um, get the hint. In ketchup. <gasps> it could be like a book. Or hollandaise Omelet sauce. If it's, like he it, said it was poached, right? One of the eggs was poached. One of them. but leave, the, Like, leave in hollandaise sauce. I'm very upset with what you just said. About making an, a, a book out of egg, because turning <laughs> egg pages is the last thing I want to do on this planet. Can you imagine? Can you? They'd be slimy. They would tear. The ink would run. They would be all like oh, white. It's a and, runny, a runny uh, ink, uh -huh. like a runny yolk. Make that into a pun, dude. Tard. <laughs> I tried, and no. I ran out of energy. You like fucking just? No. I don't. It was a great yolk. I'm done with this. We've done enough. <laughs> Lulu, you're next. Do you know someone who is shy? Like, really, really shy? Listen to our podcast, Shelly Has Opinions, and you will get to hear five sisters try and guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of silly topics. She's real shy. Best Muppet Dinner Companion. Haunted houses, street performers, motorcycle sidecars, 
Check out Shelly Has Opinions every Tuesday, and you will hear our shy sister writhe in agony as we discuss the pros and cons on every topic that she doesn't want to tell us about, which is everything. Go to ShellyHasOpinions.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Lather yourself in essential oils and fill your neti pot with mayonnaise. It's time to get help with Lulu's Cuckoo Guru, Hullabaloo. Today's Hullabaloo is brought to you by Blarby Girls. <laughs> I'm a Blarby girl <laughs> in a Blarby world. My legs are jelly. I eat children's blood. <laughs> Maybe you can hold off your making fun of our sponsors after we actually read them out so we make sure that we actually get paid. All right, yeah, Blarby girls, go. Oh, my God. All right. My segment, The Hullabaloo, is brought to you by Blarby girls. Barbie is old news. Get yourself a gelatinous wad of plastic with platinum blonde hair and a hot pink convertible. Blarby. So I wasn't wrong. It was, it's like a... <laughs> you were right. It's like one of those squishy stress balls, but with hair. <laughs> Yeah, I go to Blabby Girl for Christmas. Shut up, Swinkle. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I can't hear him. Yeah, that was is becoming more and more nonsensical from the front. He's doing his best, you guys. So, I wanted to give some advice about what to do when under pizza siege. Which I is, feel like mulch would be a good... Did you say the word sauce wrong? <laughs> <laughs> um, Can I get this pizza with extra siege? <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes the taste of pizza is wonderful, but sometimes you don't want it at the moment. I mean, you do want it, but you don't want it because afterwards you feel really wretched and it just like, you know, you might have any number of reasons for why you don't want to eat it right now, even right. though you do want to eat it. Yeah, so. eating, eating food makes me shit. <laughs> 12 to 14 hours later, dude. <laughs> if, if it doesn't latch on to your hips first. So I want to give some recommendations of what to do if you find yourself in this position. So obviously when you're under siege, one of the first things that you may want to consider doing, I mean, preferably try to do this when you feel a siege coming on, is to build a parapet or a wall. Preferably a wall with a parapet because, uh, yes, mulch. What is a parapet? It's like the crust of a building. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. okay. So it's like the opposite of a pit? Parapet. Oh, I thought you said parapet. Okay, so like an inverted moat, you dumbass. Uh, That's uh, a hill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a series of hills. Okay, so I would build some kind of barricade, preferably with an ability to look over and thus proceed from there. Might be best to exchange some words. You may want to talk sternly to it. Tell that pizza that it's a decent pizza. I'm sure it has good intent. For its own, but you are not interested in his company right now, okay? If that doesn't work, I mean, obviously you want to make sure you have a back stock of salad for this whole thing because you're going to oh, have yeah. to survive and you need something to fill you in the way that you want that is going to help you resist the pizza. Oh, yeah, you need so, leafy greens. Yeah. This is like a warlord's view of dieting. <laughs> you need to be in power of your dieting. If you are dieting, if that's the word you choose to use for it, it doesn't need to be. But if that is what you're doing, you should be in power and be the one who's behind your intent and what you're doing. Point so, that hot dog at me and I will literally disembowel you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I keep envisioning like little pizza bites, like the little Tostito pizza bites 
just like charging towards you, but they're screaming the little Caesars, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> pizza, pizza. Or like you just load up a trebuchet with a bunch of bagel bites. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be coming up soon. If talking to it certainly hasn't helped, you have a nice back sock of salad and other good things to eat. You can always do the old standard of just pouring boiling tar on it. Because Jesus Christ, that will make your pizza very bad. Yes. Yes. So you're saying the two options are to politely say no or pour tar on it. <laughs> I mean, tar will pretty much ruin anything. So no, you're not going to want to eat it if there's tar on it. Tar's pretty good in cigarettes. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> sorry. tar doesn't. I was going to say tar is pretty good on roads. <laughs> Not on your household food items. So there's one way if it's still at the base of your wall. And if for someone, someone does have a trebuchet or a catapult for those less stylish people, um, and they get the pizzas over your wall and onto your side in direct range of temptation, I say you just be strong, heat up that pizza so the grease is like sizzling hot and just throw it back. Okay. Kind of like boiling oil. Yeah, exactly. But you're using it itself and getting it right out of there. I really thought you were going to say heat it up to that oil's boiling. Just shove it down your throat and just remind yourself why you said no. This is why you do <laughs> what you do. I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you are, if if they do get the better of your wall and they're, they're you're about to lose, you know, you may have to do that. But I think that everyone has that strength within them to resist and, and to lead the life that they are dreaming of leading. So I think that not strong enough. you are going to need a larger wall. I'm not strong enough. Pizza shows up, I'm in. Yeah, I, I feel that. Like Thanksgiving Day, right? I have a nice meal with my family. Do I have three plates? Yes. Okay, am I full? Yes. Do I have pie afterwards? Yes. <laughs> Somebody shows up the pizza. I'm like, fucking put that in my body. I'll do pizza. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah, that. I could have two pieces, and there's still food in my mouth. There's still there's a chicken. There's a turkey leg poking out of my cheek. People are like, "Is there a whole turkey leg in your mouth?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Are you sure you want pizza?" Yes. I mean, you're not saying that you would not want it, though. You have to have this intent. This I never is- want pizza. Pizza wants to be in me, <laughs> and I can't tell pizza no. <laughs> We've been together for too long. I mean, you have sort of unique circumstances, Mulch, because you did get left at a pizza place. I grew up. I grew up pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is your own struggle. You may need to see a specialist first. Unique slice of life. Sauce is thicker than water. (laughs) His was funnier than yours. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's Mulch's news garden uh, coming. I bet. In this week's episode of sponsors, she wrote. That's when she heard it, a crinkle in the dark up ahead. It was coming from around the corner in the alley. Carefully, she crept, the flashlight in her hand shaking, her foot scuffed against some debris on the ground. Putting a hand over her own mouth to stifle her shallow breathing, she prepared to peer into the alley. When her flashlight went out, she gasped audibly despite her fingers, but she had already gone too far and her target was in sight. There, glowing on the alley floor, a golden sponsor, the one she'd been hoping for, and now she would be able to buy food for another week. Tears rolled down her cheeks as she clutched the sponsor to her chest. You too can sponsor a hungry radio personality. Sponsor us today and we'll stay here for you. Weeding through the news, pruning the lives and hedging his bets. The landscape of journalism looks better with mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. All right, Mulch's News Garden is brought to you by Staple Gun. Stick it to crime. I like that. Staple Gun. All right, 
Thanks like, to USA Today. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, say what you're going to say. No, I, dude, just do what you'd want to do. I really no, like, seriously, dude, like, talk now. Just no, like you do in mine. Don't, like, not earlier or later. Talk right now. I just really like that for little things. Like, no, you can only take one lollipop from the bank counter. You. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's literally just a child deterrent. <laughs> yeah. Mom, can I have a cookie from the bakery? She's like, yeah, sure, honey. Reaches for new. Stapled their, <laughs> your hand to the... Fuck. <laughs> Mom, I've been stapled. She just runs off with the tractor cart. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, what you got? Thanks to USA Today, I learned that a woman woke up in a hotel to find a snake on her arm. She says, I won't be sleeping for a while after this. Two things. One... Better than waking up next to an STD. Two, bet you will sleep soon. You need to. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Both valid points. Yeah, I won, dude. That's it. Waking up next to an STD. What? Never woken up next to an STD? No. Seriously, if you were like, hey, man, would you bet I've had an STD or not? I'd go, yeah, of course you've had an STD. What does that even mean? (laughs) Just like, yeah, of course you've had to go through therapy. (laughs) Have you never had an STD? You don't seem to have any idea what they do. I've never had an STD. Okay, me neither. But I okay, know what they that, do. Like, I, I, don't I get think you that. Need therapy. I understand. No, you would need like not ther- not therapy as in like talking it out. You're not just talking to a therapist. Ah, oh, there's the STD. It runs <laughs> off. Obviously, no, that's not how it works. Do now you know we what cured S- you with words. <laughs> do you know what an STD is? It's not likely since venereal disease was lost on you lot, too. That's no kidding, huh? That's like a, te- a technical term. No, you could wait. If you woke up next to a stripper you had just met the night before, chances Sh- are, what do you have? Chances are. Chances are you have a beautiful woman lying in bed next to you because it's rude to assume that strippers have STDs oh when that's a completely valid God. life's choice. Also, rude, professor, to assume the stripper is female. Thank God. Fuck me, okay. but you're right. Hey, hey, yes. Let me. Okay. Okay. Also, okay. Lulu, rude. <laughs> because Mulch's point. Let me. Let me. Let me give you a little. Let me give you. A, let me give you a little more information. First of all, I never said whether the person waking up next to a stripper was male or female, and if the stripper was male or female, I okay. never said. No, she gave you an STD. Professor did. Correct. Because you're a sexist. No. Okay, two Anyways, things. Two, no, I have a no. Let me give you. <laughs> it was just about no. To say. Let me give. Okay, two things. No, let me give you a little more information. Florida. It happened in Memphis. Ooh, the water is an STD Correct. in Memphis. Yep. Hey man, how'd you get? Chlamydia. Also- oh, I had tap water. <laughs> hey man, how'd you grow breasts? Oh, the tap water has birth control in it. <laughs> Would you like bottled or contaminated? <laughs> <Would> you- <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with having an STD. First of all. No, they happen, and most of them are like you just take a pill and you're good. Oh, penicillin. See you tomorrow. Yeah, but I'm good, prob- dude. Probably best to be upfront about what you have. Yeah, like don't oh, tell. Don't not tell people. Yeah, it's fucking weird. There's no shame in it. I don't want to shame anyone who has that. an STD. So, However, yeah, go on. Yeah. What was your original fucking story? <laughs> Yo, she woke up. No, that's what I'm saying. She woke up with a snake on her, and that's news. I didn't search crazy news. I searched news, and this was a fucking headline on USA Today. Like, nothing else is happening. There it's, was a snake. <laughs> the, the whole thing is like, but she was on the second floor. How to snake get up the fucking, how right. to get up to the second right. floor. Probably use the elevator, idiot. Right. They also live in trees. CBS News, this is Roger Ebelman. Uh, Mueller testified in front of the House Judiciary Committee and basically said everything you expected about Trump is true. And but that the, also! 
That the Mueller report basically <laughs> confirms everything you suspected, but this lady woke up with a snake in her arm. <laughs> Literally like a tiny... <laughs> second floor! Tiny green snake. She was like, I thought it was my husband trying to cuddle. Like, yo, your husband's a pile of garbage if he feels like a snake. He's <laughs> <laughs> a very little, little snaky slither. Seriously, this is real news. There's a snake on my arm. There's a snake in my ass. There's a snake in my marriage. <laughs> He's telling me to eat an apple. Um, no, seriously, though, Baba Ganoush. Also, watch Good Omens. It's very good. Also, tell our, your friends about our show. You know, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We each have Twitters. Instagram. Instagram. Special thanks to Ian G for the new intro and outro music. Ian, you are the man. Baba Ganoush. Baba, Baba Ganoush. Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. That's the show. If you enjoy content like this, I feel sorry for you. But you can support the show and get access to bonus content for just $2 a month at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Also, if you tell enough friends about I Don't Know Radio, maybe we can get the FCC to shut this filth down for good. Until then, catch us next Monday. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.